Welcome, everybody, to the Moose Room. Joe is gone today, so the cat is away. The mice are going to play. We got the dream team here, me and Dr. Bradley J. Hines. Yes, finally, together again. I know. I feel like we haven't done an episode, the two of us, in quite some time. I know. It's been a while. It's been a while. We've seen each other at a couple conferences uh, this fall, but... Yeah, but we've been really piecemeal on the recording. Um, the the three of us being together is rare, for sure. It's been tough. Uh, I think once, uh, dare I say it, winter and mm. snow comes, maybe we'll all slow down and not travel so much and be around and actually be together more often. Yes. I hope. Yes. When we're all buried in snow. I, exactly. I'll be honest, snow does not sound bad to me right now at this point. No, actually, it supposed to get some soon so we'll see so if if joe is going to keep this in the edit uh you know we're recording this eh, a few days about a week before halloween and i don't know if you heard it snowed eight and a half inches in minot north dakota it's crazy and when i heard that on the radio my thought was that sounds nice so i guess i'm done with fall and ready for snow already (laughs) i know and those of us that are old enough, we remember the Halloween blizzard when I was oh, a teenager. Oh, yes. I was Everybody so talks hoping you would that. bring that up. <laughs> Everybody yeah. talks about that. Yeah. If if you are listening and you are not a Minnesotan, ask a Minnesotan if it has ever snowed here on Halloween and relax and enjoy. Two feet of snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The great Halloween blizzard of 91. All right, um, enough messing about. We can probably get down to business now here. This is going to be kind of a, a different episode. I guess we'd file this one under a little bit more of health, farmer health. We're going to be talking about Bradley's health today, which, you know, I would say will be fun, but we'll we'll get to that. But really, you know, what we want to talk about and, and the three of us, you know, Joe isn't here, but outside the podcast, you know, we've just been talking about Everything that's been going on, I mean, you hear us say it nonstop. We are busy. Uh, We are at times run down, uh, going everywhere, doing everything, uh, just trying to keep up with all of it. And you hear me yak about it all the time, just how important it is to, to be mindful of what's going on with yourself, you know, with your body and with your mind and making sure you aren't ignoring things or letting things slip through the cracks. Bradley has really graciously offered to kind of talk about his firsthand experience with this topic. So yeah, hopefully that was a, enough of an intro for you, Bradley, and I can just kind of let you take it away and and ask nosy questions as we go, if that works. Sure. Perfect. I'll describe a little bit about my health situation. So it's it's an interesting one, and you probably see it more often than not in, in some places, but Oh, where do I begin? So just before the state fair, so even we talk about late August, I ended up going to urgent care of what I thought was an ear infection and just didn't feel well, felt like my ears were full. And basically it was, uh, I was told it was allergies, which I have, we all have seasonal allergies. Mm -hmm, Um, You know, I had fluid on my eardrum 
uh, I had, I've had ear problems since I was a kid long, long ago, but so I just didn't really think about it. Basically said, Oh, take some over the counter allergy meds. It'll be fine. Fluid will subside. Well, I did that for a while. And then, uh, you know, had some travel in September that then I went to world dairy expo and started having more symptoms. Basically was tired, fatigue. Um, sometimes I have a stiff neck, uh, feel joint pains all over, uh, once in a while actually was, if I back up a little bit, sometimes in late September. So I'd, I'd go to my office, I'd sit in my office, pull the shade, turn the lights off and put sunglasses on. That's how Hmm. The only way that I could actually see the computer screen without it actually hurt hurting my eyes. So light sensitivity was a, a big thing. Wore sunglasses a lot. Then World Dare Expo started getting uh, ringing in my ears, which is absolutely horrible if, if anybody's ever so had that. It's annoying. Yeah. It's very frustrating. It's, it's very frustrating because there's not a lot of cures with it. I spent four days at World Dare Expo, spoke a couple times, loved it like usual, had good conversations with farmers, went back to urgent care after I got back from World Dairy Expo and said, this isn't working. I got fluid on my ears. I got ringing in my ears and it was basically, okay, yeah, still got problems. It's not an ear infection, it's allergies and you should. So they gave me some prescription nasal spray to help, help get the fluid off my ears. Well, I didn't really think any, so okay. Then after a while, I was thinking about stuff and went talking with my wife and we remembered that I had an insect bite on my leg. Hmm. If people haven't quite figured out what, where we're going with yet, but it was an insect bite that I thought was kind of a mosquito bite. Wasn't a typical rash bite. It itched a lot, which is not typical of a tick bite. Was it like there for a while, like kind of longer than you would expect a bug bite to be there for? Not really, not any okay. longer than kind of a mosquito bite you would, you know, a day or so. Sure. People Google symptoms and try to figure out all kinds of stuff. So I started Googling symptoms, Googling things, insect bites. And, you know, I had everything under the sun. I had anthrax. I had, you name it, you could figure it out. I believe I remember you sending me a text saying you had anthrax. Exactly. <laughs> I, of course, knew it was a joke, but I was like, something's happening. <laughs> right. So it all leads you back to one thing. If you haven't quite figured it out, it leads you to, oh, man, what if I have Lyme disease from a tick bite? So it's a, you know, bacteria infection um, that goes back to that. So the next week I went back to the doctor. So this third time third time there. I told them that I had been exposed to Lyme disease and I needed you to test me for Lyme's disease. I'm sure they see a lot of patients wherever we're at that people come in and say, I got this problem. I, you know, I've Googled the symptoms. I figured it out. You know, you just give me the meds right. and off. I'll people be... who have already self-diagnosed. Exactly. We've all done it. <laughs> we, exactly. We, it, it happens. But I think this is a sort of a exercise in persistency I, I just kept feeling like I was unwell. I didn't feel good. It wasn't like I was re relatively sick. I was tired, you know, right. pains once in a while. But, it wasn't, but you felt off. But I just felt off. I just felt like I just didn't feel good. You know, it was a constant six weeks or seven weeks of just not feeling well. 
So, so your answer was become a frequent flyer at urgent care. <laughs> That's right, exactly. But part of that and what I'm hearing and I think you're probably getting to is kind of advocating for yourself. I can think of a lot of similar stories to yours where people weren't feeling well, went to the doctor, they kind of said, yep, it's this, here's some drugs, you're good to go. And, and it wasn't that. And that can be really frustrating. And yeah, and you know, you don't want to question a doctor because... Well, you're a doctor, Bradley, but uh, not not an MD. Not an so, MD. So yeah, I can just see where it can feel really frustrating, but it's nice to hear that you kind of went back and advocated and and did your research. I mean, Google can be a dangerous place. It can be. If you you gotta so if you if you're gonna do that, please look at the good stuff. Look at I was looking at CDC website and the Mayo Clinic. Yes. That's where you look. Not not just random somebody's website that they put up there. You have to look at the the real doctor type stuff, not just anybody's uh, website. So that, that's what I was looking at. So anyway, so I went to the doctor and t- told them, oh, you know, we went through a whole bunch of symptoms when it went through it all. And the doctors like, basically she told me, she's like, well, you're kind of boring. You just don't feel well. Right. And I said, yes, pretty much. It's yes. Bradley's very boring. Agreed. Just check out. (laughs) And she said, well, here, here's what we can do. She's like, we'll just take a bunch of blood samples, run some tests just to see what it is. And then we'll test you for Lyme's disease. I am still to this day. I'm not convinced that she thought I had Lyme's disease, but they agreed to, to test me for it based on some of the symptoms that I had. All the symptoms you have are it's like having the common cold or flu or or whatever. So, so then we did some tests and some of them come back right away. And actually, you know, so I, I was tested for thyroid issues. I was tested for diabetes. I was tested for a, a, a lot of different things uh, just to rule all that stuff out. Basically, all my blood work looked good. There was one indicator that kind of showed that I had an infection going on in my body. Elevated white blood count as in my body was trying to fight off an infection. And then over the weekend, I just slept. I was so tired, so fatigued. I couldn't do anything. I just was just laid on the couch and was miserable. So it takes five days for a Lyme's disease test to come back. So here in Minnesota, they send it to Mayo Clinic. So from Morris, Minnesota, it had to go to Rochester to, to get tested. Five days later, you know, I get a little notice on my uh, online doctor chart uh, that I had new new results. So I looked it up. Sure enough, positive. Wow. I'm sure that felt somewhat validating though. Yes. A little bit to, to yeah. know that, to, to have the answer and figure it out. Some t- on the other fact, it was like, oh crap. That's yeah. not really what I wanted. But so then they put me on uh, tetracycline antibiotics right away. And I've been on those for about a uh, little more than a week now. And if you don't know, if people have never taken tetracycline, they can be, they, they, they kill all the bad stuff in you, but they also kill all the good stuff. So they just wreak havoc on your digestive system. They kill all the good bacteria in your stomach. So you should take probiotics with it, which I am. And I imagine that also contributes to the crappy feeling too. It does. It does. It does. The first couple of days on it were not good at all. <laughs> not good uh, mm. when you, when you get on that, but I'm starting to, you know, a week later, starting to feel much better now. I still get tired once in a while, but, uh, I think we're on the mend 
And as I've talked to other people, it's like, oh, well, this person, you know, you hear so many other people that have had Lyme's disease. If you're listening and you're not from the upper Midwest, Minnesota and Wisconsin and some places in the Northeast, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, those are the hotbeds for Lyme's disease. So it's a tick-borne bacteria. So the tick bites you, spews its bacteria into you, and it grows and causes lots of issues. So I'm on the mend. I've actually been doing pretty good, uh, writing lots of research papers. So <laughs> I have been working from home. Just uh, some days I feel tired and wore out. So I just stay at home and write some papers and things are going well. But you know, you told your story kind of along the way and you felt you had an ear infection and and those things. What was it that made you kind of decide like, no, like I have to see this through to the end. Like I need to really advocate for this. Was it anything specific or was it just as time went on, you got sick of feeling crappy? Yeah, I think some of it was as time went on, I just got sick of feeling crappy and just needed to get some sort of closure and after you start doing a little more investigating on your own and then of the symptoms, you know, I walk in the pasture all the time, more than likely, I probably picked this up from walking in the, in the pastures at work with the dairy cows. So you, you see that more in probably grass, uh, tall grass environments, you see the ticks more. So it's sort of, for me, that's where it sort of led to was, uh, maybe that's what it is. The problem is you could get it from your lawn. You could walk out in you know right. your lawn in town and pick it up on the grass. So it's really hard. But based on my sort of symptoms and the conditions that I work in, it kind of led me to uh, maybe that's what it really is. I think you have to be sort of an advocate and be persistent. If you don't feel good, don't just put it off and keep putting it off. I probably, you know me, I probably put it off a little bit longer than I should have because I was stub- stubborn as well. I, yeah, I was going to say, you know, uh, Bradley is very proudly German and uh, very proudly German stubborn. <laughs> and so I think, you know, to hear you say that you just thought, you know, enough is enough and, and I just need to deal with this. And I wonder for you, Bradley, I know I've been in that situation where it's kind of like, I'm not feeling good. I know I need to go to the doctor, but, you know, I'm afraid like, well, what if it is something bigger and something that requires more treatment? And, you know, I, I know a lot of people are kind of afraid of, of doctors and, and medicine, you know, from that standpoint. So, you know, was that something you experienced that it was kind of like you also had to overcome something or, you know, because some people can just matter of fact, be like, I don't feel good. I'm going to go fix it. I am that person that doesn't like to go to the doctor unless I'm feeling bad. Uh, the first time I went there, it's like, you know, they have to dig my medical records out of the basement because... Blow the dust off. Right. Because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get sick very often. It had been a few years that I had, had been there. Yes. I'm not the person that... Uh, if I feel unwell, I'll go. But I... Well, I'm getting on a regular schedule now for physical checkups. I've been told that I'm getting older and you probably need to start doing some physicals to just check things up and make sure your cholesterol and all this stuff is fine, which is fine. I'm doing that in a couple of weeks. We're going to go back to the doctor and do all that fun stuff. So we want to keep you around Bradley. So (laughs) some people probably don't, but (laughs) (laughs) well, we do, uh, both me and Joe, and we're the only ones that count and your family, I suppose. So 
Yes. Speaking of your family, you know, I, I'm, you, you mentioned in your story that, you know, you kind of talked to your wife about this along the way. And, and so I'm kind of curious, you know, being, being the mental health person I am, do you feel like you had the, the support you needed? Did you feel like you didn't want to tell anybody that you weren't feeling well still? Cause two, it can be hard to tell people like something's not right. I don't feel good. I think that's probably the early stages. It's like, I just kept it to myself and it was like, well, I just got an ear infection. I'm just going to go get this checked out and not really say anything. It, only until symptoms got really bad. It was then I started saying, oh, I need to, I just don't feel good. I need to go to the doctor. I need to go do this. So it took a while to uh, get that to come out and move on and actually do it. And I would bet that I'm probably no more typical than anybody else. I think we're all like that. Yeah. What? What's the overall lesson, Bradley? <laughs> the overall lesson is if you don't feel good, be persistent and get it figured out because it could just be, it could be something small or it could be something that you might not have expected. You know, I don't know, especially in my case, I don't know how many Lyme's disease patients they see in the, in the hospital or the doctor here in our town. My guess is it's not many. Take care of yourself is the big thing. And if you don't feel good, Go, go get it figured out, whether it's, you know, physical or, or mental pain, whatever it might be. You just need to go get it figured out. Go to the doctor. And you really spoke a lot to just advocating for yourself. And, and you know, something I always like to remind people is we are all experts in, in the human condition. Hey, everybody. It's Dr. Joe. It finally happened. We're almost 200 episodes in, and we finally have our first corrupted audio file. No idea what happened. Emily was talking. Normally had some great points to make. She still made them, but she made them sounding like some kind of horror film robot distorted voice thing. I'm going to summarize what she said for you, her main points. Brad was not feeling well. What really turned the corner for him was trusting himself and believing in that gut feeling that something just wasn't right with the diagnosis, with himself. Trusting himself allowed him to be a good advocate for himself at the doctor and get this sorted out. So take time to review what's going on. It's worth it to sit there and ruminate on it and think about it and be honest with yourself about what's happening and then trust yourself to go in and be an advocate for yourself, especially when it comes to your health or your mental health. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of taking care of yourself and, and trusting yourself and, and taking care of yourself and do it. And it, uh, we'll, we'll all be on the mend. One day we all feel better and I'm getting there. We'll get there. I'll be, I'll be back to going a hundred miles an hour pretty soon. <laughs> Again, you, you can't die on us. We need you, Bradley. Don't worry. I won't. Oh, good. We're, we're going, we're still going. We are going to wrap it there. Oh, the, the safety specialist in me needs, needs to add in this one tick safety tip. Check yourselves for ticks. You know, obviously we're heading into winter now, uh, but things will be green again eventually. And, you know, like Brad said, you can get it from your lawn. So, you know, take that time to just check yourself, you know, look for them on your clothes, on your skin and your hair. That may be something that makes all the difference, to be perfectly honest. So, all right, Brad is nodding in approval. So with that, we will wrap it. If you have any questions, comments, or scathing rebuttals to today's episode, you can email those to themoosroom at umn.edu. You can also call and leave us a voicemail at 612-624-3610. 
Find us on the web at extension.umn.edu. Find us on Twitter at UMN Moosroom and at UMN Farm Safety. And as always, find Bradley on Instagram at UMNWCROC Dairy. That's a wrap. Bye. Bye. Dr. Joe, again, before we wrap up, trying to stay ahead of all the people that are going to be emailing. I wasn't there. I couldn't do anything about it. I know we said Lyme's disease in this podcast, and it is Lyme disease. If you want to still complain, go for it. But I, I know it's Lyme disease. It's not Lyme's disease. Send the emails. Send the angry emails if you want. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.